mindfully crafted with Kirsty, creating calm through craft, affirmations, relaxation and mindfulness. Hi everyone, welcome back to Mindfully Crafted with me Kirsty. Great to have you all back again for the latest episode. Today we're talking about boundaries and looking into recognising what our boundaries are, setting boundaries and most importantly honouring those boundaries. Before we go into today's episode I just wanted to talk a little bit about mindfulness um, and what it means to you. So with Mindfully Crafted, we're all about creating calm, being craft, affirmations, relaxation and mindfulness. And the craft speaks for itself. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I'm always posting different bits of craft, particularly um, embroidery and the Mindfully Crafted um, craft kits have now been released on Etsy so that's all up and running. The affirmations again I like to release affirmations throughout the week that people can work with. Um, Relaxation we'll often do on the podcast. Um, I'll use different relaxation techniques um, to add into the show but I find it's the mindfulness itself which is can be quite hard to quantify are you being mindful? Are you being mindful enough? It's it's a very um, kind of tertiary in the ether concept. And it came to mind because I've just had a really sweet moment with one of my cats who's still here now. He's very calm and relaxed. So I hope I'm not disturbing him too much by recording next to him. But I just came back from doing the school run, doing the food shopping and came into the bedroom and he was just relaxing on the bed. So I'm never able to make my bed first thing in the morning because he's always um, that's his time to have his his little cat nap. So that always has to wait till later in the day. And I just came in and and just kind of sat with him and watched him. And he was being all cuddly and sweet. And then he just started to clean himself. And it was so melodic and relaxing to watch the way that he cleaned in his little rhythms and the pattern in which he moved around from behind his ear to his little tummy and chest. And it struck me that I was just so in the moment. The only noises I could hear were dehumidifier and the traffic outside and those typical daily noises but I just felt so calm and relaxed and in the moment just watching him and I think pets and animals in general are an amazing way to access that present state and come into the present because it does seem to be how they are comfortable living and how they tend to live moment by moment and it was just I don't know it's just really special and nice and I just wanted to share it because I think sometimes we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves for what mindfulness 
should be, what it should look like, um, especially with it's such a buzzword and you hear it so much and so often, you know, we need to be mindful and, oh, it's, it's mindfulness practices. And I still think there's so much confusion about what it is. And equally, it means different things to different people. And that's okay. You know, it may be for you that you find it easiest to be most mindful and in the present when you're out in nature or out and about. And that's when you can take your mind away from things. Whereas for other people, that might be a stressor on their body that might just by the very fact of being outside their home might put them into a sympathetic state of almost fight or flight so for them mindfulness might be getting lost in a book or having a bath and taking that time to um, just be present and be with themselves and recognizing how they feel so I just wanted to touch on that before we go into today's episode because I just don't want people to feel like there's um like you can do mindfulness wrong basically um you can't do mindfulness wrong if you feel calm if you feel relaxed and you feel centered in the present moment and you're really with yourself in your body whatever it is that takes you there however you reach that state of calm and presence just go with it explore it try different things but yeah it was just a little thought that came to me and I just wanted to share it on the podcast before we go into today's episode so on to today's episode when we're talking all about boundaries so to begin with really first things first what are boundaries so boundaries from my perspective and my opinion are almost a set of rules that you put in place which are designed to protect your energy and this is very much how I see them so there's a really good expression that I heard which says you can't expect people to respect your boundaries if you don't have any in the first place and you see this a lot I don't know if you'll kind of recognize um, or you may even have had this conversation with friends and family when they'll be exasperated and annoyed and frustrated with, I don't know, co-workers, friends, other family members, that they're not respecting their boundaries, that they're crossing what this person is comfortable with and perhaps okay with doing or being pushed to do. But if you've never expressed what your boundaries are, even to yourself, even to sit down and recognize, okay, what is the limit of what I'm comfortable with? So as a very simple example, all of my friends and family know that my boundary is I don't take phone calls. It's something for me which makes me feel really uncomfortable. Um, It's I really don't enjoy being caught on the telephone. I don't... um, 
I don't know. I can't. I can't even fully explain what my issue is with telephone calls. And everyone will always joke if I do phone them once in a blue moon, or when I do answer my phone, they say, "Oh my goodness, I didn't think you were going to answer the phone." And I say, "Well, it's as much a surprise to me." But that is my boundary, and it's something which most people are absolutely fine and will respect. Um, and it's something that I really appreciate because I know that it can be annoying to other people and it can be frustrating that um, they're not able to just phone me when they need to. But it's something which is, is unique for me. I've got other friends who they have so much going on in their lives with family and other stresses that will arrange to meet up and often at last minute they just have to say I'm so sorry this is you know today is just not going well for me can we please reschedule and again absolutely that's you honoring your boundary and just recognizing that by us then meeting up or um, doing what we were planning to do that wouldn't be enjoyable for you that would be pushing you over the edge and for me do I want to be another stress on my friends or do I want to be someone they see um, that they look forward to seeing and that's an enjoyable experience for them so that's me on the other side recognizing that they've set their boundaries in place and rather than pushing those boundaries and saying well we've already agreed you said we'd meet up I'm ready to go that's none of that matters because the person's express ex, excuse me expressed their boundary and that's then for me to honor it and just as they are so that's in short boundaries are a set of limits to what you will be expected to do by yourself and by other people but the most important thing is that those limits are established and set because often people will recognize the feeling of discomfort and um, yeah, I suppose it is just kind of an uncomfortable feeling when you feel people are pushing you too far and treading on your boundaries. But if you haven't fully established those with yourself, although you'll recognize the feeling, you won't be able to put in place measures to rectify that situation. You'll kind of just feel that you're being pushed or you're being taken the mick out of or, you know, kind of taken for a fool by being expected to do all of these things. But people who are boundary pushers will recognise people who don't have well-established boundaries and they will push and push and push. So why are boundaries important? Now, I shared a post on my Instagram the other day that was an affirmation which simply said boundaries are essential to self-care. And I believe this wholeheartedly. So I'm all about self-care, self-love, love all of the aspects of it and recognizing your worth. And I truly believe that from that, you are then able to share so much more of your gifts and yourself with the world, which only goes on to spread more people being able to love themselves and care for themselves. And so by loving yourself, you really are starting off a tidal wave of great things in your immediate environment and in the world in general. But 
boundaries are a slightly they're a slightly less fluffy side of the self-care um realm so a lot of it you know is quite nice and is about you know looking after yourself and having nice long baths and recognizing your worth and then boundaries sound almost a little bit um I'm trying to think of the right word i don't think cruel is the right word but they seem quite formal they seem strict i mean when you think of self-love the first thing you think of probably isn't rules and boundaries and limitations but they really are essential to looking after yourself and maintaining self-care because without boundaries especially people who may identify as being an empath a highly sensitive person or generally just quite a giving person um all the people pleasers like myself shout out to the other people pleasers we know this one massively that we are so driven to please that we can end up just giving and giving and giving and there are types of people types of entity kind of energy vampires those people who might be quite low energy themselves who you know aren't even doing it consciously but will draw your energy away from you and will take and take and take and there's no limit to how much they'll take but you do have limits on how much you can give so eventually that can meet quite a sticky end if you haven't already put measures in place to protect your energy being your physical energy your emotional energy your time your finances everything you have to give depending on the needs of that person and individual you can end up completely drained and emotionally energetically bankrupted by them so it is they are essential that you put in place limitations on how much energy you are both willing to and physically able to expend on others as much as you love them want to help them in every way you can you do also need to respect and honor how much that's going to affect you so how do we recognize when boundaries are being crossed and this is something which i've been kind of i'm you know as with everything we talk about on here i'm on the journey with you and that's why i like to talk about it because it's all part of what i'm experiencing and understanding further i'm gonna have to move i'm leaning on my shoulder it's really aching <laughs> um yeah it's something which i'm experiencing at the moment that it's i kind of see it as playing with it so okay this made me feel this way is that a boundary being crossed or is that something that's making me feel uncomfortable for another reason do i feel guilty because i should be doing more to help that person or is the guilt kind of a reaction to a manipulation that I've not recognized and actually I shouldn't feel guilty I should step into my power and honor the fact that my boundary is being crossed and stand firm because each time I'm able to do that and stick to my boundaries and protect my energy that is reinforcing that belief within myself and also reinforcing to other people that I 
want to help i'm here to help but also i do respect my own boundaries and there's certain areas that can't be crossed and generally that's that's a great thing and it teaches you teach people how to treat you by how you treat yourself and how you allow yourself to be treated that's the only way that unfortunately some people will learn generally people are quite um in tune and great with recognizing when you're giving off a feeling of discomfort but it's it swings around about some people might not perhaps pick up on those unspoken triggers and um kind of signals so you do need to make it clearer by how you'll allow yourself to be treated so with recognizing when your boundaries are being crossed i would kind of just advise recognizing because the emotion will be the first thing that comes to you the feeling of discomfort guilt annoyance anger whatever that emotion is and then dive into it and think what is this emotion am i annoyed at them for crossing my boundaries am i annoyed at myself for not establishing them earlier and setting them what really is um what's going on here and just kind of just play with it dissect it and the more that you recognize this the more you can establish a strong set of boundaries that you can then understand what they are first of all and secondly how important they are to you and how to reinforce them and from that you'll start to notice when they're being crossed and you might even perhaps start to notice patterns with situations in which they're regularly crossed and that may then lead you to further decisions of perhaps um you know how that you might want to deal with that if it's in the workplace for example you might need to establish um kind of a new um environment uh, i want to say i can't really think of the right word for that but in which you re-establish yourself and reassert control and autonomy over certain aspects of your life because sometimes especially in jobs you know when we work for other people we they pay our wages we rely heavily on that job and it can sometimes go down quite a um codependent path where you do actually need to just check in with yourself every now and again and is too much being taken from me for in the name of my job and my career do i need to reassert some boundaries and control for example, I don't take work phone calls after 5.30pm. And I think this is quite a big one as well with people working from home because that work-life balance has now become rather, those lines are blurred. There isn't the moment when you leave the workplace, you travel home and then you're at home. A lot of the time people are kind of just, it's a case of perhaps shutting down the laptop or um, closing it off but I think with those lines being blurred it's really important to establish what is work time what is home time and how much you're willing to give both in senses of time and energy with that so um, yeah that was that was I felt like I rambled quite a lot today but so hopefully not too much but it's where I'm very much in the in that stage of it 
myself as well. So just the final part, just really recognising when your boundaries are being pushed. So I've got quite a good example of this, and this is kind of on a personal level, um, which is, <laughs> I almost don't want to say it, but they're never going to listen. It's my, I'm going to say family members, so it's not too obvious, my family members next door neighbour. And she is the ultimate boundary pusher. She will ask and take and demand um, such an incredible amount to the point of just absolute exasperation and frustration. And my family members are very similar to me in the sense that they want to please, they want to help people as much as they can, but this particular neighbour takes it to the nth degree. And although I've always known this and they've always known this, I'd never really recognised it as boundary pushing in such an overt way as when me and my family member were going for a walk and the neighbour was talking and it was in lockdown when you were able to meet up with one person for exercise outside. So um, I'd left my daughter's to be looked after and so that we could go for a walk and spend some time together. So it was quite precious time for us to be able to catch up. It wasn't something we were able to do very often. And we were very much, we had so much to talk about and very much looking forward to just conversing and walking together. And this neighbor could see that we were very much in the middle of a conversation as we were leaving to walk but continued to interrupt us. And even as we kind of smiled and answered and then would turn our backs to walk away, she would call after us with another question, which really, it was not important at all. It was something about how we walked and asking why we walked that way. It was something really bizarre. And although, you know, one part of me wants to say, well, she might have been lonely, she might have just wanted a conversation. At the same time, she could very much recognise from our body language, from our demeanour, that we very much wanted to walk away and that each time she called us, she was stopping us and preventing us from what we clearly wanted to do. And I'm not even saying that's a, a conscious behaviour on her part, but it was interesting because I was very much new on the boundary journey at the time and I said to my family member that um, that's the prime example of boundary pushing she she knew that she was preventing us she knew that we weren't comfortable in that conversation any longer that we wanted to leave and yet she continued to ensure that we weren't able to leave until she decided that she was finished with the conversation so that was just quite a that was one that I noticed early on on the journey and um, so I thought it'd be a good example to use because you might have it with friends, neighbours, co-workers, whoever, that you you have a feeling of disease and uncomfort around certain behaviours, but you can't quite put your finger on it. So once you start working with boundaries, you might be able to then establish, is it a certain boundary of yours that's being crossed? And hopefully find a way to rectify it in which you, you, know, you can continue the relationship in a positive way or at very least a um, kind of functional way, say, for example, in the workplace, um, but with without that pushing of your your boundaries. 
So to finish today's podcast, um, I just wanted to suggest an exercise for you if you were interesting, interested in working with boundaries and understanding what yours are. So it's quite simple. It's just a journaling exercise. So for the first stage, what I would suggest doing is to write down what three boundaries that you would consider important to you. So this can be anything in your life that you have decided that you it's important to you that you is something that you don't enjoy um, currently that you are doing or something that you know you don't like doing already, but perhaps sometimes gets pushed. So it might be working weekends, um, you know, voluntarily, if you don't actually have a job where you need to work weekends, um, answering phone calls, um, answering work phone calls in your own time. Um, other examples might be even social events that you f- you have to go to or you feel that you have to go to with friends or family but really it's something which pushes you beyond what you're happy with perhaps conversations that you don't enjoy having um, being drawn into political conversations is quite a good example where you aren't comfortable you don't want to be partaking in it and yet you are continually drawn into this situation so these will be different for everyone and this is why it's a very kind of unique um, exercise to you to write down three of these and I think three is always a good number to start with because it just kind of gives you your base um kind of like your principal areas that you really don't like to be um, crossed and attacked. And then once you have your three boundaries, write down a list and this can be as long as you want for each one. You could maybe perhaps kind of spider chart it to say why that's important to you because this will really help with solidifying and cementing this boundary because once you know why it's important to you then you have really taken it from an air energy where you've recognized it cognitively and you're transferring it into more of an emotional energy which brings it down to more kind of that kind of fire that that earthly um energy where you will have more of a drive and a draw to action it um And then from there, just keep that in your journal. If you use a regular journal and have space for this, this would be a great little addition to add in. And then throughout the month, once you've got these three boundaries established and in the back of your mind, I just want you to just look out and recognise when they're being crossed. And as we spoke about earlier on, perhaps is it the boundary being crossed or is it something else that's happening and just have just be a little bit analytic with this one and kind of process those emotions and when you recognize the boundary is being crossed just note down those moments in the notepad next to where you've established the boundaries and I think this will be really helpful because at the end of the month you can then look back and recognize are there patterns forming around this there might be you know areas where you already recognize yeah I know what the boundary is and I know where it's being crossed but there may be some surprises in here that you know you may think perhaps it's your 
direct boss that's constantly pushing your boundaries by asking you for extra time but as you look at the kind of um I don't know almost like microaggressions isn't it of um the boundary pushes that you've noticed you might actually notice that it's a colleague who's on a who's on a similar level level to you or who works closer with you who is pushing your boundaries more constantly and it's those those microaggressions which are actually adding up to cause you more um more kind of stress in the long run than it is just your boss asking you to come in on a weekend every now and again so that's why i think it's a really good idea to then recognize where those boundaries are being crossed and then finally because we always want to be proactive and we've always got that that end goal in mind once you've established what they are, why they're important to you, and when these boundaries are being crossed, just maybe sit and journal, kind of meditate on how you can protect those boundaries and what measures can you put in place to really start to define what they are to other people and ensure that they're not being crossed. Because the whole end goal of the boundaries is that it's protecting your energy from kind of wasting it, wasted energy expenditure on things that don't bring you any joy, don't assist in your life. They're drawing from you and making you feel frustrated and annoyed and all of those kind of low energy emotions. And with all that extra energy, think of all of the wonderful things you can do. You can focus on areas of your life that you do enjoy that you do love and spending time with people that really lift and boost you and putting it into your own crafts or your own hobbies and activities because you know what I everyone's got different religious beliefs and different views on this but really in this lifetime why you know why else are we here if we're just being pulled from pillar to post by other people and being completely used up and and that's that's what we do well I don't want that and I don't think most most of the listeners and most of the the followers of the mindfully crafted page in general would want to feel that way so that is why I've rambled on for just under 30 minutes now (laughs) about boundaries um I really hope that you do find some helpful information in today's episode and that you um, are able to establish those areas for yourself and just empower yourself with it and yeah just go with it so if you have any suggestions for things that you would like to talk about or things that you'd be interested in hearing about um, I would love for you to get in contact either contact me directly at instagram which is at mindfully crafted all one word or you can private email at so mindfully crafted at gmail.com and that's so spelled s-e-w as in sewing um, are the two best ways to get in contact if you've enjoyed the content today um, please check out the other episodes and I would absolutely love for you to give me a follow on um, on here so you can hear future episodes okay so until next time take care of yourselves and I look forward to speaking with you again soon
Until next time, stay mindful.